0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Stocks YouTube live show. My name is Aaron, your host, joined by Nate. We just got back last night from the Miami Courtside Card Show, so I think we are both pretty burnt out. But we are here for a YouTube live talking about budget sports card investing because we went to the show this weekend, and I fall fault at this as well. Uh, Nate, on the other hand, is is, is the man that uh, is always bringing you guys the 5 to $50 cards to $100 cards. But there were, I'd say, ninety five percent of the cards were what Nate over like two hundred fifty dollars there.
1: Oh, goodness! I bet even higher than that. Felt like everyone's yeah. booth I went to is like this is five hundred bucks, this is seven hundred bucks, this is two thousand bucks. So I was yeah. like, well, I can't afford any of that. So
0: yeah, Whew. so you know, I get why, and I, I'm one of those people too. But at the same time, we want to make sure we're covering the best budget sports card sets for y'all to invest in. And before we get into talking about any of the sets, any of the parallels from those sets, potentially, I just want to say that these are just Nate and I's opinions that we came up with today. Um, there's no, you know, absolute correctness behind this or anything. It's really up to you on what you like, but this is what we like. And uh, maybe this is a spot for y'all to start. And then you go research, you look at pop reports, you see what, what's really rare, what's not as rare and what fits your budget and what doesn't fit your budget. So I just want to make sure that y'all know to not just look at the screen and buy something just cuz it's on the screen. Uh, we want to make sure you all are thinking as well and uh you know doing research on your own. And what's up everyone? Looks like a lot of people are uh in here already. Nico, good to see you. Oscar, Will, Joe, Ricardo, Edwin. Nice crowd so far today. And uh I prefer um apple pie, I think. I like cheesecake, but I just can't eat that much of it. It's a little dense. That's Oscar's Both question.
1: Both kind of trash.
0: <laughs> I, I was just going to say th- I was gonna say the same thing, but I had to pick. Uh, I would not choose either. I'd choose so many other desserts before both. Oh, yeah. All right, here we are. Budget investing. So we went through basketball, baseball, and soccer. There is no football here, but I will say you can take a lot of the different ideas from both basketball and soccer and football and apply them – sorry, basketball, soccer, and baseball – Apply them to football because there's very a lot of similarities between the sets and which sets are in football from those things. So, uh, don't get on us if we don't have football in here. We just just have three sports, or you can get on us, but I I can't fix it the second. So, first up, we got basketball, and I threw this list together. So, I put in six sets here. And the way that we're doing this is every single card that you see on the screen is less than $100. That's what we're defining as budget. Um, some of them are like 25. Some of them are like 100. Most are in the middle. Um, but I just want to make sure you all know that that's what we got here. So on left to right, we're looking at Panini Crusade. So that was a set that I believe debuted in 2012 with that combined rookie class. You know, it's got Kawhi rookies, Anthony Davis rookies, um, some of those other guys. And I love this set. That LeBron is from the 2013 set, and that's the blue parallel of PSA 9. I think that card is up for like $75. In my opinion, that's a great uh, great set to look into if you're looking for like kind of like a Prism Chrome set that isn't obviously 2012 Prism or 2013 Prism where prices for LeBron James cards in there are absolutely crazy. And what we try to do is we try to pick players here that are super valuable in other in other sets. So obviously LeBron in 2012, 2013 Prism, super valuable. His silver, his blue parallel, like thousands of dollars. Trying to find sets that fit these, like, you know, high-end players that you might want to collect, but you just can't buy the best of the best, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, not everyone can, which is why things like this, you know, still carry some value. And I think that um it's up to you and what you research, but I think that something like Crusade is a good place to look. And then also 2012 marquee. If you look at that, Kobe Bryant, that is an insert. I think it's called uh slam dunk legends and they got Kobe and they got LeBron in, and a couple other players I believe as well um just a really cool looking set with like the wave on it I think that nine went for around 75 as well court kings so there's a lot of different cards for from court kings you know you can look at any rookie you want most likely and their level one is going to be under $100 raw and of course, that probably means that PSA nine is probably under hundred dollars. And you can even look at their level three, like a Shea gilgis Alexander level three, which is the second most rare. Level four is the the rarest. A level three Shea is like fifty bucks raw, I think. That Luca right there is an insert. It's called um, Emerging Artistic, I think, on it. It's uh, prints a little small for me to read right now, but that that's the insert. It looks like it's a painting. And that Luca rookie is like ninety bucks raw. I'm sure if you buy it and send in a long submission once PSA opens back up, you might get a nine on it. Um, that's a pretty decent one because I think that, you know, it's probably a little bit more difficult grade with the dark edges. And then moving down, I have 2016 Aficionado, and this set is beautiful. So that's a Ben Simmons. That's a horizontal rookie card. Um, I picked horizontal for him because it actually fits into the, <laughs> the box I had on there, but there's plenty of other good-looking cards in this set as well. Um, That is a PSA 10, actually. I think those were like 50 bucks or something for Simmons PSA 10 out of that. So like, of course, for a lot of you, if you're looking to buy some cards, buy some basketball cards and you know, like Ben Simmons, 2016 prison Base PSA 10s are multiple hundreds of dollars. You know, you might not be able to buy that. And I think that officially now is a beautiful looking set. And I like to look at sets that I can just appreciate the aesthetic ability uh, of it as well. Like, I, I think that it looks phenomenal. And then. I think that the two on the far right are my favorite two basketball budget sets. Um, the, the top right one is 2008 Topps Chrome. And a lot of you might say, well, it's not a budget set. You know, it's Tops Chrome. Well, I think my point here is that you can get a lot of nice refractors and numbered refractors, most likely the orange refractor, of really, really good NBA players for cheap. Like I think Chris Paul, 2008 Topps Chrome refractors are like $80, $90 raw. I know the Kobe card and LeBron card are super, super expensive out of the set. I'm not talking about them, but I I really, really like this set to get some of those like really top NBA players from the mid-2000s. And I think that there's not enough of those refractors probably graded by PSA. So if you can snag them and grade them, they used to be worth like really nothing. So I don't know how many people are actually grading these other than people that are really on top of it, obviously. But there still should be some pretty nice-looking cards out there. And then... Bottom right is Revolution basketball, which I, I absolutely love. And 2015, I think it, it I, I don't think I know it's the first year of Revolution, but I think it's also the best year of Revolution. Devin Booker's rookie card in there. The set the set looks phenomenal. That's actually a Nova parallel. So it's not even the base. And that's $50, I think, is a non graded card a couple weeks back. So plenty of things you can find in Revolution that are cheap that you can try to grade in the future when PSA opens back up. But that's my six budget basketball sets. Nate. Give me like your top
1: two out of here. Um, I gotta go Luca, the Court Kings. I think that card looks spectacular. Um, and then I gotta go Crusade, mainly because I've seen a lot of Giannis Crusade cards, and I like them. Um, yeah. I like I like both of those more than I like the others. I do. I mean, I do like your your Trace McGrady tops Chrome up in the corner there. Well, that's mainly because I love Trace McGrady. Yeah, Rockets jersey of him back in the day.
0: I remember you were all in on T Mac when we play like two K or whatever NBA Live back then or something. NBA, uh, NBA Live 04. Yeah, that I mean, we would
1: literally play that game, and you were always about T Mac in there. I, I I would I would if I had the first pick, I wouldn't choose Kobe. I wouldn't choose like you know LeBron or anything. I was choosing T Mac. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, another reason why I like 08 Chrome is because I
0: think a lot of the cards look cinematic like the way they chose the photographs in that set they're beautiful it looks like that they're from like a movie or even like you know movie scene or like they took a still from the game which is obviously what all photography is like for these cards but i don't know why the way that's displayed with the borders it just looks like you're watching a tv almost
1: you know of it it's awesome i love it aaron i think i found i think i found a uh, life hack here what say apple pie or cheesecake is trash. And then you will be offered (laughs) apple pastries (laughs) or cheesecake at the Dell Show. So if anybody else would like to say something about food, I will gladly say it's trash. If you're coming to the Dell Show and then please bring it. Um, Oscar, I personally love food. Would love to try that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Let's just rip on all food that people like and then those bring it to us for us to try. Yeah, it's great. Life hack. Man, also, if any of you want to do some more research on this, I would totally look up. And it's called Emerging Artist, The set with Luca It's really cool. It is not like they take the photograph and then they pretty much paint it. Like it looks amazing. Like Nate said, I think that set is spectacular. Now is he a rookie? Oh, uh, it is a rookie too. Yeah, like under hundred dollars off for that Luca. That's
1: incredible. Yeah.
0: Um, Nate's turn now.
1: I went a little bit different than Aaron, so I didn't go. You know, he went. He went second not even secondary sets like third dairy sets and fourth um and I didn't really go that route I was thinking about adding in stadium club like different foils into this um but I did not and uh, you know talking thinking about Bowman's best um top's finest type of stuff but I also didn't put that in instead I went a route that I think is a little bit more attainable for a lot of people um from major, major brands. And so, first off, um, probably my favorite, like, budget buy. I have cards on the right, the Luciano and the um, Silver Pack Vlad. Those are, like, some of my favorite cards, but my favorite budget buy would probably have to be this Topps Heritage Chrome numbered nine ninety nine. Um, dollars The reason for that is <clears throat> you can see at the Luis, Luis Robert, uh, you can't get many cheap numbered cards. Not at all. Friend. I mean... You, I was right.
0: gonna say, think think about your your cheapest option for like a good set would be the gold of two thousand nineteen
1: or of twenty twenty, but those are expensive now. Yeah, and um and they're hard to grade. I don't know how you know Chrome cards are generally easier to grade, right? Now, with such a prominent border and black on this card, you know there might be there might be issues there. I don't know. That being said, hard to get numbered cards. And so Chrome, you know, you don't even have to go down to the refractor from 569 or the black numbered to 67 or 69, whatever is 71 last year or something like that. Or maybe that's the white. I don't remember. But it was
0: white last year because of the
1: black border on this card. That's what it was. That's what it was. Um, you know, you don't even have to go that far down to get a numbered card. You can go to Chrome 999. And, you know, one of these Louis Roberts non-graded sold for $55 for a number card from pro- arguably the third best uh, set for baseball I'll take that all day. Um so for me and not just specifically Luis Robert but also uh, a number of other rookies you can get. You I'm pretty sure you could get a Vlad Raw for under 100 bucks
0: right now, a PSA 10 just over 270 on auction. So I have a good feeling you could get Vlad for maybe right around 100 but And even if PSA ten for two seventy seems awesome for a numbered
1: on nine ninety nine card, yeah, it's a it's a good deal. And and you know it's one of those it's one of those things where if you like to um, speculate the market, not the guys, but the market. You know, we always talked about Topps flagship was king, but Top and Topps Chrome was a decent buy because at some point that might flip. Well, voila, it flipped. Now you could look down the line and say, "Hey, maybe Topps Heritage has its shine, and these numbered cards from Topps Heritage finally get some play." Um, you know, it might not have ever happen, but you can speculate on that type of stuff too. Not even just the player, and get some pretty good deals there. Um, number two down below, you've got a Juan Soto, uh, obviously second year Prism, and it's not the necessarily the second year card we're looking at here, but it's the Prism and also the pink. So X are expensive. Um, base are boring for top scroll, right? And then everything else is numbered, but for raw, you can get some pretty nice, you know, color in pink sapia and, um, uh, prism without having to go like expensive with refractors or X fractors or numbered. So I just, I like that as a decent play, especially on cheap guys. Um, Louis Urias is a guy I have a number of like pink, uh, and prism, and even foil, which is the next card of that I got super cheap, and if he does even decently well, you know you could probably sell those for five bucks a pop. And he's been hitting pretty well. Um, so that's my next option. Number three is um, tops uh, foils, so flagship foils, uh, especially PSA nines. Um, and Aaron shows a PSA nine here. So PSA tens can obviously get expensive of certain guys, but I was just looking. Uh, today and a PSA 9 of Pete Alonzo, Aaron just sold, uh, maybe like last week. How much PSA Top. 9 tops foil? Pete Alonzo, rookie. I ha- might have an educated guess. I know that Bichette sold like around like 80 bucks. I'd say, like, I don't know, 40 bucks in the Alonzo 20. Woo, 20 shipped. You can't even grade that card for 20, and yet you can get a foil of him PSA 9 for 20 bucks right now. Shipped, and so for me, um, it's you know, it's a little bit better than a base. And the right it's guys... Much, I mean, much yeah, better it's than a base, guys. actually. What? It's much better than a base. It's much better than a base. Um, it's cheaper than a gold. Obviously, gold's numbered. And uh, you can get it. I mean, you can get some of your favorite guys for dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Pete Alonzo being 20 bucks for a PSA 9, that's a steal. And PSA 9's for all, almost all these guys are steals, considering what it costs to grade a card nowadays. So... Tops foils from Top Series One, Series Two, and Series and Update is my next guy. Um, and then my next two are my favorite cards. So the Vlager Jr. in the middle there is a Top Silver pack uh, from Tops Update, I believe. I could be wrong there. No, that one's uh, Tops Update. It is. That is that is Tops Update. Yeah, you pulled the orange out twenty five of that card. Okay, I feel like it looked different though. I feel like he was hitting.
0: I you
1: don't think so. I'm pretty sure tell you. Okay. Um so, I love the silver pack cards. Not everyone loves the silver pack cards, but there is some value there. Um a silver pack Fernando Tatis PSA 10 sells for 300, 350, 400. It was at one point up to like $500, significantly higher than the uh regular tops. And I think that in the future, there could be more demand as it's it's a hard card to get. There was only one silver pack per hobby box or two silver packs per jumbo box, you know. And you're not going to get a Vlad out of every single one, right? And you're not even going to get a rookie out of every single one. There's plenty of times where I open up a box and I get Mark McGuire and Ozzy Smith and um, DJ LeMahieu and like... Chris Bryant or something. (laughs) Chris Bryant. Thank you. And so I don't know what the pop report is on this card specifically in 9 or 10. um, And I don't know what the print run is. But for it being around the same price as like a base card, despite being significantly shorter print. And I I get that it's not like one of those things that people are always searching after. But I think there could be a play there. Um, for a card that is a chrome finish and, uh, and decently nice. Um, and then lastly, and this is a little bit cheap, but this is a Bowman Chrome Mojo, so not specifically Marco Luciano, though PSA 9 is definitely under $100. Um, you can go any which way. I've got Robert Poss and Bowman Chrome Mojos. Um, Even even Jason Dominguez, PSA 9 Bowman Chrome Mojo is like $100 or close to it. Um, and most any... Bowman Chrome player, you know, you can only get them in Target Mega Boxes. And they come in the... There's two packs of Mojo cards in a Mega Box from Target, and then the rest of the packs are just paper base. And so, those two packs are the packs you care about when you buy the box. I don't know how many boxes they print, but it is a significantly rarer card than the Chrome I'd Um, So, for me, you don't want to go base, Chrome... For these guys and you can't afford a green or a blue or a gold or an orange or a red or a purple or a refractor number to four ninety nine. this is the next best thing here. Uh, a mojo. I love mojos. I've pulled a Luciano. I've pulled a Wander. i pulled a Jason Dominguez. Still in my possession. I like the look of them and I think they are excellent, excellent cards for under 100 bucks.
0: It sounds like that Nate likes the mojos because if you look at the silver pack, that's got the mojo finish too. <laughs> Although I will say 2018 had a hyper finish on or a prism finish, if you want to say that. And I will say, uh, I was doing some research today because I was trying to see if Soto was under a hundred. So it's gonna put Soto in here for the silver pack. Mm-hmm. There's like three silver pack Sotos li- listed to be purchased on eBay right now. Oh, there's wow. like there's probably like thousands of top updates listed on eBay, you know? So I, I like Nate's play here, and it sounds like that Nate's talking like exclusivity, right? When you're looking yeah. for cards that are under a hundred dollars. Even under $50, you can go and you can try to you know finagle your way into series two to T's base, but unless it's a PSA 10, you know, there's no scarcity's scarcity to it. And of course, that's artificial scarcity, too. It's not that the card's rare, and it's not even like PSA 10 is rare, it's just more rare than the overall print run. And I don't want to forget, too, if you all have opinions on this stuff as we're talking about this, please add it in the comments. You know, if you guys are like, hey, this is my favorite budget investing baseball set.
1: It might even be what Nate put on the screen right now. So or, or let me know if you absolutely disagree a hundred percent with my takes, because that is helpful too. Cause you know, I am looking at this from a, what do I think? What do I, what do I like? Cause I do like them, but then also what do I think could probably have some play in the future as people realize the scarcity and, um, This is just a couple examples. But, you know, there might be people out there where I'm like, I think this could play. And then like a thousand people are like, no, Nathan, you're an idiot. And I'm like, oh, I guess if that many people tell me I'm wrong, I'm probably wrong.
0: Right. And then the other thing, too, is even if you all think differently than us, that doesn't mean you're wrong either. Yeah. And also Oscar sounds like he's like whipping up a full dinner for us. So Oscar, I like a hand delivered dinner to the Wisconsin Dell show. This is going to turn out to be our best show ever. (laughs) Wisconsin Del Show is going to be awesome. Here's a good question. Are PSA 9s harder to flip at shows? Nate, what are your thoughts? Did you get any vibe from the... Wait, this is great. You always see this. So we are coming out with our huge Miami vlog uh, probably on Wednesday or Thursday this week. And there's a segment in there that you will all have to watch. But Nate had a conversation with a gentleman who had a full case of Jason Dominguez. But before that, Nate didn't see it. I didn't see it either. He had 8s and 9s of Soto, Acuña and maybe one other player and Nate didn't he tell you he like sold them all
1: Mhm. He sold, he sold. I think he said like 45 9 and 8s of like Soto or something like that. Um and I would I would say yeah, no. I would say it goes the opposite way. PSA 9s and non-graded cards were easier at least from what I owned to flip at Miami and you wouldn't expect that because you're downtown Miami. um, The amount of, and I know it's not always the same people, the people that I see outside coming into the show. Right. But I mean, I saw a $500,000 Ford GT, 2024 GT. I saw multiple Ferraris. Right. We saw multiple G wagons, Mercedes. Um, We saw Maseratis. We saw BMW i8s. Right. We saw supercars all over the place. So you'd expect in a place like Miami, in downtown, in a fancy area, that people would be like, yeah, bringing in $30,000 and buying that card and walking out and not batting an eye. But for the most part, um, Aaron sold some nice cards, right? A few, but hey, guess check this. The, the, the biggest deal I did, I, I sold a PSA 9. Yeah. And uh, for me, the biggest, I had a couple PSA 10s there. I don't even know if anybody looked at them. But then uh, my non-graded, I had a couple non-graded like um, lamelo Baldonris. Those went like first day. and Anthony Edwards too. Anthony Edwards went first day. And some select football I happened to find packs of, some of that stuff went. Oh, actually, no, that wasn't. The select football didn't go. It was the uh, Tua's in Miami, but non-graded. That stuff went. And so um, it's just one of those things where... If you have decent prices and um, people are looking for bargains, you can sell a lot quicker your non graded stuff. So, the next show, the Dell's show, I'm just going to bring all my cards. You know, I'm not going to fly all my cards down to Miami, but I'll bring a bunch of cards that I have for a buck, two bucks, and I'm sure they will fly off well before any Wander Franco Mojo PSA 10 sells.
0: Yeah. And also, here's the other thing. I, we talked to a ton of people this weekend, and I got the vibe that that was a lot of people's first card show ever. Um, which definitely, you know, I think there's, I don't, I don't know why that, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to why. I think that one, it was a really well publicized show potentially for the South more so. I haven't seen a Florida show publicized that much. Um, and that probably led to, you know, a lot of people joining in and coming. I'd imagine Wisconsin Dells. Well, it's not obviously as like wealthy as wealthy of an area as downtown Miami. I have a feeling that there's going to be a little bit more firepower there. Um, I don't I don't know if that's true or not. I obviously we haven't gone to the show yet, and also I, I could be completely. You can't judge a book by its cover, right? I mean, I could be completely wrong too, though. So we'll just have to see. And I think the best part is that as a dealer, which it works well, Nate and I go together now to these shows to set up, which we've never really set up without each other. But true, you know, Nate's gonna bring his dollar to 250 300 cards i'll bring my 20 dollar, 50 dollar, 100 cards and I, I have some that go way higher than that that i'll bring two or most of mine go higher than that but uh it gets a good balance there because you can really welcome everyone into your booth you know yep. if you have only cards that are valued over a thousand dollars pretty much instantly close off like 80 percent of the show to your booth so it is very important to make sure that you can cater to multiple audiences at the same time. And I think that's what we try to do with our content here too. We're having a budget investing talk right now, everything under a hundred dollars, right? Like mm-hmm. I think it's the same mindset we try to do with shows. And obviously we have, we covered the super high end sales too at slap So that gets a lot more reads really
1: than the budget stuff, but we, you know, we don't want to sacrifice that. Yep, And I, I had really thought about being really, uh, Really tongue in cheek and putting uh Bowman, uh, Bowman first pitchers autos on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people would have been like Nate again back at it.
0: <laughs> there was a good one here. Uh, I don't know where that went. Good comment. Someone said, uh, tops finest and Bowman's best are, are great budgets. There we go. Waddles, I think, an undervalued says, Bowman's best and tops finest, super nice cards, great deals. And I will say that tops finest. I am not as big of a fan of Topps Finest in recent years as I was of like the mid 2000s. Like basketball, mid 2000s Topps Finest is awesome. Like I think some of it's even better than Topps Chrome, but the, I feel like that their recent sets just all kind of blend in and look the same. It's hard to differentiate which set is which now, and obviously unless you know the rookie classes, like that makes sense. But I will tell you, 2018 Bowman's best was Soto and Acuna. They have atomic rookie cards in that set, atomic refractors. I used to have like a BGS 10 Soto, a PSA 10 soto, P- three P- two PSA 10 Acunias or something. I think I bought them for like 30 bucks and sold them for like 80 or hundred or something. I don't know how much those things are worth now, probably a ton more, but they are beautiful cards. Absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous cards. And I love the 2017 Bowman's best Cody Bellinger auto. I used to almost have the full
1: rainbow of it. Didn't you have a um Acuna? Or is that from Topps? Acunia auto? Yeah. I the only Acuna okay. auto I ever had was like a her,
0: potentially a Heritage Soto and Acunia dual auto. I think oh. I had that once. Maybe not. Um, I don't think I had Bowman's Best. You know,
1: auto. my problem, I don't mind Bowman's Best. I don't like Top's finest, and it's not because of anything they did, but it's because the first box I bought when I got <laughs> back into cards, we were in Minnesota, and this was a long time ago. I mean, this was probably twenty twelve. It was yeah, it was like 2013 or 2012 or something. And I went into a card shop and I bought a box of cards because we went to the card shop and <laughs> it's probably like 70 box. bucks too. What? It's probably like 50 dollars. Yeah, it it probably was. <laughs> and I bought Tops Finest, and I mean it was atrocious. There was nothing good in there. What do you have, like a Jake
0: Marisnik auto or something?
1: It was a Jake Marisnik auto, and it was like a former Nationals auto that I can't remember. Uh Jeff K. born Bornlak? or I don't remember his name. Number to 25. Those were the two autos. It was so bad. It was so bad. And so from that point on, I don't I don't care if Top's Finest becomes the nicest product in the world. <laughs> it's dead to me. Nate holding a grudge for. Almost
0: ten years. I'm I'm the Aaron Rodgers of sports card collectors. <laughs> uh, Bren G, thoughts on this year's select baseball, Nate?
1: Out on the Panini baseball. I don't. I don't. Uh, we saw a shirt. We saw. Now, now. Let me point out that there are people out there that make money on select baseball, and there's people that make money on unlicensed product all the time. So I'm not trying to poo-poo on their parade because. They make money or they enjoy the cards or you enjoy the autos of those guys. And you don't care that the logos aren't there, but it's not for me. So I don't want to be a disingenuous and be like, oh yeah, I have thoughts on that. I just, I just don't. Cause I just, it's just not for me. So I just don't care.
0: But the but, shirt we saw, the shirt we saw is funny. It said friends don't let friends rip panini baseball product.
1: That's what it was. <laughs> um, and you know, that being said, if you want to rip panini baseball product, go ahead. You can make money off of it. And you can enjoy it, but it's 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 really not for me. I like I like the logos on the cards, not saying the logo on the card or the player, it just seems cheesy. It's really tacky. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move on from baseball. That was a good discussion. And the reason why I picked Soto was because it was under 50 bucks and I thought it looked really cool. <laughs> I think it's a series nice. horizontal card. I know it's not a rookie though. All right, for all you soccer fans, football fans out there. This is my soccer budget investing uh, top five. Now, I could go on for days and select a bunch of different products. But from left to right, we'll start. So that, that is the new Topps Museum collection. And I really wasn't a huge fan of museum for a while. But recently, I've just been looking into it a little bit more. And I am pretty psyched about how this the this, this set works because... Especially this year, you got some of the first cards of all this this loaded rookie checklist. Um, these cards are like thicker, but they're not super, super thick unless you have the patch autos, which actually look phenomenal. And then this year, they added gold framed autos to it like they did in baseball. And on top of that, Tops doesn't even make any other high-end soccer sets yet. I mean, they might add Topps, um, you know, Champions League, Dynasty, which I think would be amazing if they can get on-card autos. It's a problem because all these guys are international. It's hard to do that right now. But that would be awesome to get that because there's not that much new stuff coming out like that. And I'd be really jacked up about that. But they put a lot of good autos into this year's Champions League set. I will say I did buy a a, a Holland Museum 2019 Champions League rookie. I'm gold out of 50 last night. So some of this is is that I, I am excited about the set myself to enough to buy a Holland from it. And that one doesn't have the rookie logo, but this year they added it. But that Kamavinga, one of the top rookies in the class, Serial number to 99. It's sold for like 80 bucks, 85 bucks or something like that is exciting stuff. And I think if you are able to grade at some point and you get nines or tens on this set, it's probably, you know, they're a little bit thicker, a little bit harder to grade. Um, You mitigate your risk if you get a nine because of that. And I I think it's an exciting set. And I'm excited to see where it goes. But the real fact is, is that it's one of the only high-end top soccer sets for Champions League, and I think that's really a, a sticking point. And it's it's cheap to get the cards too, like some of the rookies, like even Kamavinga base right now, are on like fifty bucks, forty bucks, or something. Next is uh, you can this is, could be a high-end soccer set as well. It is a high-end soccer set, but tops from, uh Sapphire. The reason it's there is because there is still a ton of good players that are cheap, regardless if it's their base if it's some of their color it's super super cheap and i think the set's got a long way to go over time being the first sapphire set for soccer i'm very limited print run compared to other things especially what's going to come out next year for sapphire they're definitely going to like double the print run or something on the set so i'm a huge fan of the first year sapphire i mean that plays card's like 20 bucks or something it's his first tops chrome card and his chelsea kit. it's his first tops chrome sapphire card the blue on blue is amazing and like can't really go wrong like 20 bucks picking up that if you're on a budget Next is Immaculate, and I, I will say I, I, I'm I obsessed with the Immaculate set. We've got a couple of Mason Mount rookies out of Immaculate. I sold a Fatih rookie this past weekend, uh, 9-5, uh, 99. I've got a couple others too, Kai Havertz and some uh, junior stuff. But I I think this is similar to the museum thing. Like Immaculate is one of the only high-end sets for soccer for Panini. Um, they don't produce eminence anymore. They haven't they went out one time, and that was all like super super high end on card autos. Um, they don't do national treasures anymore. They're gonna put it this year in Chronicles, which I think is the dumbest thing ever. Just making NT soccer national set. treasures in Chronicles, dude. Yeah, they're putting like NT patches in there and stuff. Are right? they gonna put Prism Black into Soccer Chronicles? I too? hope not. I hope not. But they're putting hey, they're putting Select and Optic into the Chronicles also. I mean, it's kind of I mean, cool.
1: You get a shot at some cards you wouldn't get otherwise.
0: No, I agree. But the problem is that there's no continuity between the years. And for people who want to, you know, jump in and follow, like it's kind of hard to be like, oh, so there was a 2017 select, but no 2018 select. And there's 2020 select Euro, but now selects and Chronicles. You know, like for me, it's like I get it. I look at this stuff every day. But for someone who just is like coming in, it's like, what is going on, you know? So I'm a a fan of the Immaculate Base, though. And, you know, 2018, they're off 65. Um, Same in 2017. The 2019 slash 2020 pushback is a covid those are out of 99 for the base, but they got parallels too. And then I put the contenders set here. It's my favorite set out of the Chronicles set for last year's soccer. But I think that you could go a number of sets out of this Chronicles. Uh, you could go with Pitch Kings, which I think is awesome. The Mason Greenwood Pitch Kings card looks great. Uh, the Torres Pitch King card looks awesome too. I have the Torres PSA 9 Contenders ticket here, which is like a $75 card it just sold for. I'm hard to beat that, you know, getting top rookies out of this set. PSA 9 rookies under 100 bucks for some of them. Of course, others like Mason Mount and Greenwood and Fatih are all more expensive, but you can still get good rookies out of the set for cheap. And you just, there's a lot of different potential uh, players out of that set in Chronicles. And I left this set off just because probably I was running out of space. But 2018 Donruss, the raw cards of these are cheap enough to buy. Some of the PSA 10s are expensive, like PSA 10 Foden Optic is you know, 750 is that, plus. Is, is Donruss um, Vinny Jr.? It is. It is. So it's Vinny Jr. set too. 2018 Donruss is the best prospecting set, I think, that was made in the last five years for soccer. It's ridiculous. They have the rated rookie logo on there. There's just a laundry list of names in there. And you can get a lot of those guys, PSA 9, under 100 bucks, No question about it. Um, I know PSA 9, Jay and Sancho Optic is like $80 right now. And you can get some well-centered ones for maybe a little bit more. But that's definitely a set. For those soccer fans out there, you know, go down the checklist, check off those rookies you want to chase, and uh you can find a lot of value in there. Um, I will say when I'm talking about all of this, these are my favorite sets for a reason. I have these cards too, so keep that in mind. You know, do research on your own and make up your mind for yourself. But this is where I like to go, especially under that hundred dollar range. Like, you know, I was getting some Havertz color from Sapphire for like, you know, 60 bucks. Like that's crazy. And then uh the last, the last one here, I think this is wildly, wildly too low compared to its counterpart in basketball is 2016 select and that really goes for 2017 2015 as well the reason why i put 2016 select here is because kevin de bruyne is literally one of the best players in the world Uh, i don't know if you all saw a man city game but he is on point and that's his select silver rookie which there's like two listed on ebay maybe three or four and a couple that sold in the last three months the psa9 sold for like 102 dollars like It just seems like that 2016 select, 2015 select, the parallels out of that set, you can find a couple um, probably like Neymar from 2015, non-graded color that are under $100. There's just a lot going on here, I think, that you can get the select sets. Field levels for 2017 select, the horizontal ones look great. You can probably get 2016 Lewandowski field levels, the first field level set for cheap. Um, there's There's a lot of good stuff to find there with the budget category and soccer still in. I just want to make sure those are that are looking and see, oh, Mbappe, Oh, Holland! you know, like that's – you go to a show, and other than myself and maybe a couple other booths, if you look at a showcase in their soccer, it's going to be Mbappe, it's going to be Holland, or it's going to be Messi or Ronaldo or potentially a Pele. And that's priced out 99% of the people are looking to buy probably or 90% of the people are looking to buy. So do some research, find some nice players you like, look into those sets here potentially – and uh, have at it because I think it's a great place to be if you're really looking to, to spend uh,
1: on a budget. I'm surprised you didn't go press proofs because in my in my experience, uh, you know, I bought that Finney Junior Red press proof, 25 bucks. It was a little yeah. bit of an overpay at the time, but it was on ComScene is the only one I could find. Um, but PSA 10s, 200 bucks, you know? Yeah. Let me talk
0: about the whole press proof thing. Um, I like the press proofs as well. I mean, the, I've opened plenty of Donruss fat pack boxes on our break streams and pull a ton of red press proofs, three per fat pack. And if you open a box, I mean, you're going to get like three or four top rookies in the set, which is awesome. And I like the red press proofs a lot, but you get three in a fat pack. In Optic, you also get like two to three cards per fat pack. So Optic, for those that don't know, is inserted into Donruss for soccer, which makes this Donruss set like great, like it doesn't matter if it's got the Downerstore logo. It doesn't matter. If it, it doesn't matter if it has the Optic logo. I think all of them are going to sell well and have sold well. But I'm a, I'm am I'm just a fan of how the Optic is is insert in the Downerstore. I think it makes them way more rare than any other set. Like look up the pops and these things. I know most are probably still going to be graded and stuff. But but it's 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 great stuff. And that's not to say the press proof variations aren't bad as well. I think that those are great too. <laughs> All right, if anyone has any thoughts on any of those three sports we just talked about, feel free to toss them in the chat.
1: Um, Rob, just- question. oh, go ahead, Nate. So Immaculate. There's no rookie logo on these. Is there Immaculate every year? Or are you like, you know, Top Scrum Sapphire? It's obviously the first year, so you're getting Pulisic. Sure. Top Scrum Sapphire is because it's a first-year Sapphire, even if it's not a rookie. Sure, so let me um, talk to thing with Immaculate. So Same immaculate. thing with this museum collection. Immaculate first
0: year set was 2017, I believe. Museums first year was 2017 as well. No rookie logos that year in in immaculate. Now Polizic did have a card in 2017 immaculate, but technically is like rookie cards from Panini were 2016 was select. But really quick, 2018 did have rookie logos. So like Kai Havertz rookie logo, Jay and Sancho rookie logo. Um, who else? Alfonso Davies rookie logo. But in 2018 they also left out Felix. Vinicius Jr. you know some of those other guys that are really really good that also have, like their debut card in 2018 either top Scrum for Felix or optic or Foden as well doesn't have an 08 or 2018 immaculate. So I think and I have some uh some Vinny Jr. immaculates. I think that those makes those uh sought after. You know the, the next year immaculate of Felix, the next year immaculate of uh of Jr and stuff. Okay. All right, that was our budget investing, uh, little tips and tricks there. Like I said at the very beginning, be sure to do more research on your own. Look up pop reports via PSA. Look up sold values. Look up how the markets trended over the last three months. Make a decision for your own. If you want to buy those cards, if you want to look up different players, um, by no means the players displayed here are the ones you should be. You know, like there's a chance if you like them, you should be buying. Um, I definitely picked like relevant players. I didn't just pick like bomb of the barrel, but. I, you know, th- there's a lot of players out there in the sea. And I think that's a good point that Nate and I were talking about on the flight back yesterday. There's always someone else, right? Nate, there's always someone else that you can buy, that you can invest in. You miss out on Early Holland. You know, go find the next guy that you think not might not be Early Holland, but could see price rises
1: incrementally like him. And sometimes it's hard. You know, you sell, you call a guy, he does well, you sell. All of a sudden, it's kind of a daunting task to then go out and be like, I was right on this guy. Now I have to find the next guy. And it's a little bit like overwhelming process to start. So when you get to that point, just take your time, do some research, and don't just jump at the first guy somebody suggests to you. Um, You'll do fine. I agree. Jeffrey Fogle in the chat. What's up,
0: Jeff? It's good hanging out with you this weekend. 2018 select Harry Kane. So he doesn't have a 2018 select card because there is no 2018 select, but he does have a 2017 select. He's a 2016 select. He actually has a 2015 select autograph, but no base card or parallels in that hey, set. Is that,
1: is that the silver I sent in? No, no, no. You you sent in Gareth Bale. Ah, all these English guys. They all sound the same. Well, he's, he's, he's from Wales, but... Same difference. <laughs> close, I know. Close enough. Uh, Nate, Gar-
0: Gareth Bale, hat trick yesterday. Oh, well.
1: Oh, yeah. That's my guy. Yeah. Yes. Your guy, hat trick. Well, that card's yesterday. not coming back from PSA for a very long time, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, definitely love for, for Neymar. I.
0: I I really do like Neymar and I had a couple of cards. I sold two of them at the show. I need to find some more, but I like Neymar. What he brings to the table, I think he's so good. But I will say, sometimes it's annoying to watch that guy play. When every single time someone touches his foot, he looks like a fish jumping in the air, flopping around. What are your thoughts on the dip in the at the moment on soccer? I think it's condensed to a few different players and a few different cards. Like I'm still seeing rises in certain cards. I'm seeing dips in other cards. Like Holland, like done playing for the next like four months. Like, cause no Euro this summer for him. Like, definitely dipping hard. I think it'll plateau. I think uh, demand will come back to that. You know, those giving cards as people see the buy-in potential from where they were to where they can be. All right, a few things quick here. So, slab stocks breaks last week. We did open some of that downer. So, you opened some sapphire and pretty good boxes. That downer's box we opened was loaded. We hit about every single player that you could, and some of the packs were great for some people. Um, but this week we got two breaks left for tomorrow. So there's nine spots left in Sapphire soccer. Of course, chasing that Holland, chasing that Fati, that Mason Mount, Messi, Ronaldo, Mbappe, all those other players as well, Polizic. And uh, we got nine spots left. So if you want to join our Sapphire break, go to slabstacks.com slash shop. And because we talked about basketball investing today, budget investing, we have the budget break for the week of one of the sets I talked about, 2020 Revolution Hobby Boxes. We got two of them, uh, $25 a spot. Uh, pretty much the cheapest you can buy into a break for at Slabstock's break. So if you're a budget uh, buyer and you want to have some fun with us tomorrow on Tuesday, break start 5 p.m. Eastern time. We got two, uh, a few spots left. Of those are like uh, maybe more than a few, but I know we're opening two boxes. That's a guarantee. And yes, Joel, we do ship international with the break. So uh, feel free to uh, uh, feel free to go to Slabstocks.com and try to put an order through. And if for some reason your country isn't added to the uh, to the distribution list, which it should be. Um, send me an email to info at slabsocks.com and will get that situated for you and yes we ship to Canada we ship we ship everywhere so um, definitely if you all are international want to get on Sapphire want to get on Revolution uh, feel free to purchase some spots we would appreciate that a lot it definitely supports us and uh, helps us get up that Slabstocks Pro which uh, we got some really really fun previews coming soon so stay tuned on Instagram for that and Jeffrey Fogle that Funko Pop would look great in the background the reason why it's not already in the background is because it's actually um, not in my possession right now. My dad's driving back with with the Funko Pop right now, so I will uh, put that back there as soon as I get it. So be sure to to look out for that. Then, Bappe Funko Pop. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for that.
1: Um. Also, welcome to everyone that said hello. <laughs> yeah, it down the list. I don't feel like we said hello to anybody today. Kind of rude of us. Yeah. Also, Magic. Thank you for saying hi to me today. Last time, he only said hi to Aaron. I felt left out, and um uh i almost left the live stream right then and there but i i hunkered down i stayed on board he persevered overed, so uh he said hi twice to me so honor
0: all right and then also i know we talked about this uh last week so we'll keep it pretty quick but slab shield uh, we were having some fun time demoing the slab shield at the miami card show got some amazing feedback on it lots of people were excited about it had some uh you know, people are great cards of tongue, come up and look at it. And, uh, it you know, it looks beautiful on the card. People really saw the value in it. So uh, we're excited to bring this out still. And uh, we have more ready to ship right now. So if you want to get some slab shields to protect your slab, scratch proof, very clear, almost invisible on your slab. Uh, Slabstocks.com slash shop to to try it out now. And here's just a little uh little pro list for the slab. Shield. You know, very easy to peel, put on and take off. So it's not going to fall off. But. If you don't like it for whatever reason or, you know, if you put it on wrong, you know, just lift up, you know, a little fingernail under there, a little, uh, maybe a credit card or something and it's coming off, leaving no residue. And then we just did the Miami Courtside Car Shows last weekend, May 1st and 2nd. Super fun time. Had a great time, but I'm very looking forward to not flying to the next show because it is May 14th through 16th at the uh, Kalahari at the Wisconsin Dells Resort or Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. And we are gonna have a booth set up there. So if you want to make the trip to the Midwest, biggest Midwest show since the 2019 National, guaranteed going to be huge. We'll be set up there, and uh, I'm very very excited. Uh, Joseph at the moment does not cover the PSA label. Um, potentially in the future, but right now, so there's a rage that that splits the PSA card in half. Uh, Beckett does not have that, so the Beckett one actually covers the entire card uh, and the label. Um, the PSA one just
1: covers the you know the the card area for now. Um, also it should be said, this Kalahari card show, if you are a family, so if you have kids, um, this is the perfect card show for you and your family, bring your wife, bring your kids, or if you are the wife, you know, bring your husband, bring your kids, or if you're the kids, bring your parents, I don't care. Um, but there is a huge, uh, you know, the card show is going to be in the convention center, but. There is a water, the world's biggest indoor water park, is the Kalahari, and there's an outdoor water park. Even though I don't know if it'll be opened up on May 14th through the 16th, it might. It might not. Um, I think there is a movie theater, and there are restaurants inside the Kalahari. It's a huge place. Um, I think there's probably a bowling alley. Um, all sorts of stuff to do. So while you're putzing around, your family, um, your kids. Or you can putz around for a little bit, and then they can go with you and and check out all these things. But it's the perfect family atmosphere. A lot of these places, you know, Miami was great, but it's downtown Miami. There's nothing to do for kids. Um, Dallas, from what I've heard, great time if you're really into cards. But it's the surrounding area is a little bit, um, you know, there's not much there. And, you know, that's fine because you're going there for cards. But if you want a vacation with your family on a weekend, the Kalahari is the one to go to. Totally agree. It, to me, it feels like a never-before
0: thing. You know, you're, you're always finding the – like in Cleveland when the National was there, in the middle of nowhere, just like up in a field is a huge convention center. You know, like Chicago and Rosemont, like, yeah, I mean, you can take the kids to the you know, the shops downtown and stuff, but that gets a little stressful, I'm sure, traveling with them and everything. And this is a nice place to hang out and also go to the card show. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, it's really funny, big hug for Nate today. <laughs> want to make sure Nate doesn't feel left out. Nate, you demand.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 uh, accused of being overly dramatic on purpose from time to time, but I don't know what they're talking about.
0: Uh, Brent says, want to pick up, a Giannis car notice there's like six different kabooms how do you determine which year is most sought after at aaron uh, i think like the first one is the 2016 excalibur kaboom of Giannis. so i'd probably say that that's the most sought after but 2018 kaboom the actual kaboom set was released through panini rewards that one's very sought after i used to have the psa 10 of that i'd say any of the new ones from like crown real um i would just forget about those and you're gonna search for that excalibur from 2016 or you're gonna search for that uh
1: that 2018 Kaboom, which looks really good, actually. I think it's a great-looking card. Um, Aaron, did you notice any... Are we going to talk about trends in our video, or did you notice any trends? Because I feel like, for me, and if we're going to talk about it, stop me, because I won't keep going. But if we don't talk about it, if you don't have any plans for that... Well,
0: the, the last plan was going to be submit a question in the live chat, so we can start with Magic's question.
1: Perfect. Um, so... Uh, interesting trends you know for me it's kind of weird because we had mostly soccer some baseball some basketball i walk around the show and there was guys with all baseball and there was guys with a collection of baseball, basketball soccer you know or all soccer at major tables um there's people with just like wax and um like i didn't sell any baseball whatsoever i sold basketball i sold some football i didn't sell any baseball Um, but I went to another guy's table and he said he didn't sell anything but baseball. And so, you know, sometimes it's what you got. Right. But, um, there didn't really appear to be any rhyme or reason to some of this stuff. I had, I knew a kid that brought a bunch of really, really nice stuff and sold one card his entire first day. Um, did you notice anything weird like that? Uh, Any, any trends, anything?
0: Um... Well, personally, I was probably sitting in the booth most of the time. I know that Nate sure. went out and did some walking around more so than I did. I only walked around like maybe half the show once. I was really kind of tied to the booth for most of the time. Um, to me, it's like all my perception was where people talked to me talking to me about the booth. I have a lot of people coming up like, "Hey, I'm getting getting into soccer because you were. I'm looking to get into soccer, this and that." So that's how I felt about it, but that's because that's why I had at my booth. And I didn't have I had like one modern basketball card. I had a couple, you know, uh I I could say this might be modern basketball too, but mid 2000s you know, that's not super modern. Though like I think when people say modern basketball, you think of 2018, 2019, 2020, you know, like that seems like the modern basketball people talk about now. And um I think a lot of people specialize at these shows, Nate. I think a lot of people have their have their areas, you know, their little
1: niche. True. I mean, you go, you go to, there wasn't, there was a decent amount of booths that had just a lot of, a lot of everything, but I think that was like collections of guys bringing their cards in. Um, yeah. but a lot of the booths, you know, they would have some of every sport, but it'd be like, they'd have all Kobe and all Michael Jordan and all Jason Dominguez and all yeah. like Juan Soto, you know, they didn't really branch out. And so if that's not your guy, then you're, you're not going to sell to them right so
0: yeah but you can also that's the other thing you find the right person you're selling a bunch you know
1: yeah it goes both ways like the guy with the the guy with all the jason dominguez is eights and nines yeah nate who are you looking for in baseball (sighs) this is uh this is a loaded question because there's a couple guys that i'm trying to get my hands on because um i'm a fan hint hint brewers hint hint um, so I don't know if I want to say it out loud. Let's go with but... that. Go with that Marco Luciano take that you give about once a week. Uh, I'm looking for Marco Luciano. Also, oddly enough, I'm looking for Luis Matos. Also from the Giants. There you go.
0: So there you go. Rumor going around that basketball, modern basketball is dead at the show. I mean, Nate sold all those Lamelo and Anthony Edwards. Now they were
1: cheap and they were non graded. Right. But they sold and they sold quick.
0: Now, I mean, I don't know exactly what the high end modern basketball scene was like. I mean, I saw a Zion gold and courtside sells from Select, but of course, that's one of the best Zion cards you can get. So I'm sure people are looking for that. I think I did see the kid that was wheeling, and dealing 60K cards. because I saw that Jamil was doing like a massive deal with someone that probably looked like he was like 16, 17, maybe. So um, came in with some absolute firepower. And Brent said he had a gold Holland, I'm sure. I saw a couple, I one, at least one other gold Holland as well from Topps Chrome. Nico, one day we're going to make a card show dedicated to soccer when I become the spokesperson for Slab stocks. That's so
1: funny, Nico. We're, yeah, dude, in the future, we can – We're, we're going to make uh European Slabstocks card shows, and you're going to get you and all your soccer buddies to uh, promote them all across Europe. It's going to be yeah. great. Um,
0: Formula One top scrum hobby box a good long-term buy. I'll tell you what, Nate, we didn't talk about this. Trends at the show. I feel like a lot of sealed
1: wax was selling. Yeah. A lot I saw of people, sealed wax. I saw guys walking around with sealed wax just in their arms, just carrying it, carrying it out of the show. A ton of guys.
0: Yeah. I think that Jamil sold out of formula one tops Chrome boxes there. I know, you know, other sealed wax was selling from other booths. Uh, Jeffrey Fogo was selling some sealed wax to our booth, you know, like he had a lot of Prism EPL soccer that got bought and some uh, select football and stuff. So, I, you know people want to rip that still shows people still want to rip to this day that's a very you know uh sought after position in the hobby not to say that's the the right move if you're looking for the ROI but it's very fun did you see the guy that ripped um
1: uh UFC prism UFC i didn't see him he had, he had oh, a, yeah he had a a whole case of just raw yeah he had a he had a uh Khabib uh Mojo in there i think yeah, and a um, like that something rose uh silver inserts and uh, uh Conor McGregor blue and stuff like that. Yeah. And he, you know, he ripped through your boxes and um, you get enough of those guys and you grade them. I'm pretty sure you could make pretty good money on that stuff. Well, I I think that this year's the, the debut year of Prism
0: UFC. This um, is the year to buy it and rip it. It feels like that they're you you know like what they do. They, they they load up the product the first year, get everyone loving it, and then set them up for next
1: year to produce it more, make the color fall like half the rate. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cause he had a lot. He had opened three boxes and he had a ton of color. I mean, I, I also
0: heard that ton of color was coming out of it. Yeah. Um, hey, oh. Yep. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, excited for Formula 1 Sapphire. I heard that's coming out tomorrow, but who knows with tops how they release their products. You never know if people are actually going to be able to buy it or not. But yes, this will be very, very, very hot, just like Topps from Champions League Soccer is very hot. These uh, new up-and-coming sectors in the market are very hot when it's an exclusive
1: release. Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and Trevor Story, why are these guys' cards not worth much? Um, and that's the question that a lot of people have a lot of, about a lot of really, really good vets. You have prospects that you hope hope become half as good as Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and Trevor Story, and they sell for double the price, you know? And it never makes any sense. People just invest on potential, and then you better sell before that potential disappears because um, it's not pretty, case in point, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Trevor Story. Now, in the case of these three guys specifically, um, Arenado and Story really has to do with the Rockies. Rocky players just do not there's no big money in Rockies. <laughs> just happens. Brent um, is the, Brent is the ultimate casual. He says, I'll tell you why, because I don't know any of those dudes are <laughs> <laughs> not lying. Casual. <laughs> Classic. Um but uh for Paul Goldschmidt, I honestly think it's just a case of him being a I don't remember what round he was picked in now but he was never like a top prospect he wasn't a high draft pick and yet he overperformed and overperformed and overperformed in people's eyes probably until all of a sudden you just realized that that was what paul goldschmidt was he was one of the best hitters in baseball and by that time i don't think anybody wanted to invest in him and especially now that he's on the cardinals because everyone hates the cardinals literally everyone right aaron am i right on that
0: absolutely on that the cardinals.
1: yep and so, um, it's one of those things that, you know, these guys, uh, there's, there's reasons all over, but I think for the most part is you just don't want to be holding unless they really look like they can be a absolute superstar. So I'm talking like Fernando Tatis. I love Vlad Guerrero Jr. And I'd hold him for a little bit longer, but I don't think I'd hold him. I'm not holding him till he's 28. Right. Um, And I wouldn't hold almost any guy until he's 28 or 25 or, you know, 24 for that matter, because eventually it comes along right here. So if a prospect turns into Nolan Arenado, you're telling me after five to seven years, his cards will be worthless too. Why collect then? Exactly. So if you're in it to make money, sell early. If you're in it to collect, wait, and then buy your favorite guy later when his price inevitably goes down unless you end up being like a Padres fan and you have a a generational talent like Fernando Tatis.
0: Yeah. Nate, I was going to add in um, criminal mind brought up like, Oh, you're telling me like, you know, they're worthless after five to seven years. Why collect then? The reason why is because before that five to year gets hit five to seven year mark gets hit. Plenty of people made money on Nolan Arenado. A lot of people, you know, like, and that goes for a lot of players that, you know, will be hall of famers. You just got capitalized
1: at the right time. Right. Yep. And, and you know, even if you think, for me, for me anyways, I think Acuna, Soto, entities are going to be, you know, all-time greats. And they're going to be like Mike Trout, good every year, prices aren't going to go down. For almost literally anybody else, and this includes flagro Jr., even though I love him. And I might be wrong on this in, you know, two years when Vlad's tearing the cover off the ball and everyone's like, yeah, Flaggord Jr. is amazing. Um for me, it's just it's not worth it's not worth holding on to long term for guys that don't seem like they're instantly Hall of Famers the moment they come up. Yeah, I can agree with that. I also do um... even though even though to be fair, Mike Trout did not look like a Hall of Famer the moment he came up, but the very next year he looked like he was unbeatable.
0: Right, and um, I think a lot of it has to do with which cards you pick. To you know, like I think if you're investing in Arenado's 2010 Bowman Chrome Blue Auto of 159.5, like hard card to grave from that set, like I think that's always going to be a sought after card for whoever's a fan of Arenado and stuff.
1: Um, I think like that's, if that's you, way if different. Up, update 2011 PSA 10. Yeah, not 2011, but Or
0: 2013. I mean, 2013. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. but 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 still, yeah, definitely uh, definitely matters. We'll take one more question here. I think it's going to be Brent G's because I kind of like it um, to end it off because he was just talking about Acuna. So let's get it, Nate.
1: Nate, if you were going to get an Acuna card right now, what would it be? I'll give my take after Nate because I care about this subject too. <laughs>
0: disregarding price completely? Well, you disregard uh, price to start and then give him
1: one that's in like the 100 to $300 range. Okay. Um, so if I was disregarding price – I would go Tops Chrome Sapphire. I think the blue looks amazing. The Kuna looks amazing. So I would go that route. Um, as for, you know, a cheaper range. Now, I am not super up to date on all of the cheap, cheaper uh, Acuna cards. But for me, I would probably go um, a Tops Chrome non-graded uh, or a top Chrome update, you can choose either one, um, a pink or a sapia or something like that, because that should probably be in that range. But uh, anything else is either too generic or too expensive.
0: And I will, uh, I'm just looking up just to make sure I have my price, right? Which I don't even actually know what the price is right now. I will go with, and I, I own this card one day, but I sold it. I actually pulled it myself. The Heritage Action Variation PSA9, which is much more expensive than I thought. Now, but here it is for those of you that don't know what it looks like. That is the Action Variation PSA9. That's a nice car, but Acuna. it's also expensive. Yes, so it is. It's 475. It was the last sale in 424. Um, but I, I love the Action Variations, and I think that's a great card, for to have. Yep. All right, let's shut her down for this week. Everyone, thank you so much for watching today's live show. Um, stay tuned on Instagram for more updates on different things like Socks Pro, which we're still working very hard on. And it is going to be on the way soon. And stay tuned via Instagram for other things, other content and everything. And tomorrow breaks start at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Like I said, there's still a couple breaks left. Uh, slabsexcom slash shop Sapphire Soccer. If you all want to grab a team in that, that'd be awesome to get that one full. And then also Budget Break Revolution Basketball, one of my favorite budget sets, Um, $25 a team for basketball. Anyways, uh, thank you all for watching. Great time. Rob and Brent and Joe and everybody else in this stream. Thank you all. And Nate's got one more thing.
1: And one last thing. You know, I was walking around the show and I was a little discouraged because uh, I didn't have thousands of dollars to spend on this type of stuff. And I only had a small list of guys I was looking for. Um, but I think it's good at uh, seeing what we did today is a good reminder that, you know, even if shows and, um, public persona of like Instagrams and stuff, people are just showing off the best of the best and enjoying it. There's still cards you can get, even if you're not rich, um, that are nice cards. Um, it just might not be at shows, you know, it might be working eBay for a while. But uh, there's room for everyone, and it's nice that we went through this so I could remind myself that because, let me tell you, it was pretty discouraging walking through the show and not finding anything that was, like, in my price range of something I wanted that I thought could go up in price.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And That was really the whole point of this exercise. Not just because, I mean, it's worth the while, too. It's not like we're just doing this just to point out that. But um, it's, it's definitely something to keep in mind. And, like, even myself, I know I have a lot of high-end cards that are out of the show this weekend but I did have cards out there that were, you know, 20 bucks, you know, around that range for soccer. And I do still look at those cards that are 10 to $20. Um, it's very fun to look at the expensive ones. I will say. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you everyone for watching. Uh, bye Joseph. I know. Bye you Joseph. Bye tonight, <laughs> All right, everyone. See you next week. 6 p.m. Eastern time.